0: Hello! Welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening, all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, June 5th, and we have completed week 22 of 2023. Did you know that Hyatt has launched their Journey Across Canada offer? Where you can earn up to 20,000 bonus points? Be sure to check out this bonus points offer along with other offers on BusinessTravel360.com. We do all the work of tracking deals so that you can benefit from bonus miles, points, and status match benefits when they're announced. All you have to do is visit the points page and sign up. Now, let's get to the headlines. According to the latest numbers from the TSA, Over the four-day Memorial Day weekend, almost 9.8 million individuals passed through TSA security checkpoints nationwide. The number is about 300,000 higher than the same holiday weekend in 2019, which was the previous Memorial Day record. That includes a single-day post-pandemic record, which came on Friday when 2.74 million travelers were screened and slightly more than 2.5 million screened in 2019 and 2.3 million screened in 2022. Each of the four days of Memorial Day weekend was above levels from the same day in 2019. The numbers were in line with projections with experts predicting that in light of the travel boom that North American consumers have experienced over the last year, the summer could be the busiest over at the airports. To help deal with the busy summer schedule, the TSA has recently made a significant change to its policy that it hopes to help ease security at checkpoints. The TSA will now allow teenagers aged between 13 and 17 who are not yet enrolled in the TSA pre-check program to go through the pre-check line as long as their parents or guardians are enrolled when they're traveling on the same reservation. Airbnb filed a lawsuit against New York City over a law it calls a de facto ban against short-term rentals set to go into effect in July, which the company says will limit the number of people who can host rentals in the city. The company's filings at the New York State Supreme Court says New York City's council, through legislation passed in 2022, effectively implemented its most extreme and oppressive regulatory scheme yet, which operates on a de facto ban against short-term rentals in New York. Airbnb in a letter to Ho said today's filing comes only after exhausting all available paths for a sensible solution with the city. The law, according to the filing, will make it more difficult for hosts to do business requiring them to register with the New York City Mayor's Office of Special Enforcement and to certify that they will comply with the maze of complex regulations for zoning, multiple dwelling law, and house maintenance code, as well as construction code. The short-term rental company is requesting that the court blocks the enforcement of Local Law 18. Domestic air travel demand in April increased 42% year-over-year and was up 2.9% from 2019 levels, representing a full recovery, according to IATA. April domestic capacity increased 42% for a 97% recovery from April 2019. April international air demand also continued to grow, increasing 48% from a year prior, reaching 83.6% of 2019 levels. Globally, April total air travel increased 52% year-over-year and is at 90% of pre-pandemic levels. Total air demand in April showed Asia-Pacific, with the highest year-over-year growth in both demand and capacity at 170% and 135% respectively. Load factor was up 3.4% points to 83%. Globally, North America was the only market that has surpassed 2019 levels by 2% on demand and 1.2% on capacity. The certification of the Boeing 737 MAX 7 is taking a considerable amount of time due to new documentation requirements and Boeing still believes that it can be certified by the end of the year. Both the MAX 7 and the MAX 10 are seen as critical for Boeing to compete against Airbus for orders of the larger and smaller ends of the narrow body market. Boeing is readying the final handful of documents required by the FAA as it proceeds through the regulatory process necessary to approve the 737 MAX 7 to enter into service. Asked about Boeing's comments, the FAA said safety will dictate the timeline. Congress in December exempted the MAX 7 and MAX 10 from a new safety standard for modern cockpit alerts that is applied to all planes certified after late 2022. Now in news that impacts the travel industry. The United Airlines Holdings Pilots Union has unanimously voted to authorize a strike vote, the union chair said in a letter to pilots on Friday. A spokesperson for the Airline Pilots Association has said it has not yet set a date for the strike vote. The action comes months after pilots at Delta Airlines ratified a contract that includes over $7 billion in cumulative raises in pay and benefits over four years. Industry officials say Delta's new contract has now become the benchmark for contract negotiations in North America. A move towards a strike vote is a bargaining tactic unions have been using in contract negotiations and a strike mandate does not mean that the pilots will walk off the job. American Airlines said that it will be appealing a court decision that could force the airline to break up its partnership with JetBlue Airways. American and JetBlue face a late-June deadline to end the agreement in which they coordinated flights and share revenue. The Justice Department sued to block the alliance, and a federal judge last week ruled that the partnership violates antitrust law. We've got a system that allows appeals and we're going to be using it, said American Airlines CEO during an investor call. In the meantime, we're going to have to work with the Justice Department and JetBlue to find out exactly what we need to do in the interim. American said that it would seek a stay of the judge's order while it appeals. The Justice Department declined to comment. Let's get to the news of mergers and new partnerships. Goldman Sachs Asset Management has taken over the Casa Cook and Cook's Club Hotel brands, acquiring them from Fonson Tourism Group for an undisclosed sum. The two lifestyle brands were previously part of the Thomas Cook Hotels and Resort portfolio. After Thomas Cook collapsed in 2019, a Chinese conglomerate, Fosun, bought the Thomas Cook brand. Specializing in Mediterranean and Red Sea resorts, Casa Cook and Cook's Club currently have 16 franchise properties in Greece, Spain, Egypt, Turkey, and Bulgaria. In a statement, Goldman Sachs said it plans to accelerate expansion across European destinations for both hotel brands. Meetings management firm Conference Direct is expanding its Asia-Pacific presence with its first Australia-based team. The expansion is headed by Conference Direct VP of Global Accounts and Team Director and the Global Account Executive. The news marks Conference Direct's first VP Team Director within the Asia-Pacific region. Conference Direct now has four associates across Australia, India, and South Korea due to high demand in the region. Furnished apartment rental provider Blueground has acquired global monthly housing platform NestPIC and launched a network of apartment providers called the Partner Network. Financial terms of the acquisition were undisclosed. Blueground said in a statement that NestPix Digital Platform generated $80 million in gross booking value in 2022. Bluegrounds partner network this year will bring 18,000 units to the company's existing global apartment network, with plans to add 50,000 units in 2024. BCD Travel has added Tangerine Travel to its affiliate program, increasing the program's footprint in northwest U.S., The BCD Travel Affiliate Program, which currently lists 19 partners, including Tangerine, gives its partners access to BCD executives and subject matter experts, as well as products and services. Tangerine Travel serves corporate leisure luxury and meetings and events clients, and becoming an affiliate helps them strengthen the relationship with their clients and tailor travel programs that cater to their expansion. And now, news of new travel services and improvements. Air India is hiring 550 cabin crew members and 50 pilots every month and is also expecting to have six wide-body A350 planes in its fleet by the end of the year. This is according to the airline's CEO. He expects this pace of hiring will continue for most of the year before tapering off and accelerating again at the end of 2024. Earlier this month, he said that Air India and its low-cost airline subsidiary, Air India Express, will have together hired more than 3,900 people, including over 500 pilots and 2,400 cabin crew members. Whiz Air, which is the seventh largest airline in Europe, has unveiled details and is now selling what it calls the continent's first subscription flight program, serving customers on domestic flights within Italy or international flights from Poland. The low-cost airline has partnered with subscription specialist Caravello on the service in which customers pay a fixed fee every month in exchange for either a one-way or round-trip flight each month. Subscribers in both plans pay extra for priority boarding and a carry-on or a check bag. The new subscriptions offered by Air are available for the next six months and allow for bookings until five days before departure. TSA is now accepting Maryland-issued mobile driver's licenses and ID cards at 25 participating U.S. airports. The service currently is limited to travelers with TSA PreCheck who have their ID available in Google Wallet on Android mobile phones. To present the mobile ID at a TSA checkpoint, passengers must turn on Bluetooth and have their Android smartphone or watch on the credential authentication technology reader device. Information is transmitted and verified against the information from the ID in Google Wallet. The information is encrypted and securely transmitted digitally, eliminating the need for passengers to show or hand over their device to a TSA officer. Singapore Airlines, starting July 1st, will offer free unlimited Wi-Fi access in all cabin classes to passengers who are members of its KrisFlyer loyalty program. The service will be available on all Singapore aircraft except seven Boeing 737-800 NGs that are not Wi-Fi enabled. To access the service, customers will need to enter their KrisFlyer flyer details at the point of booking through the Manage Booking Online option and a check-in according to the airline. The move is similar to one that was made by Delta earlier this year when it began offering free Wi-Fi to its SkyMile members. IHG Hotels and Resorts is promising guests a more seamless Wi-Fi experience with the launch of its IHG Wi-Fi Auto Connect mobile feature. Making its debut as part of the IHG One Rewards mobile app, the tool gives IHG One Rewards members the ability to log in automatically and connect to Wi-Fi at more than 5,000 IHG hotels worldwide without a login or password. The mobile device will instantly join the hotel's internet upon entering the property. According to IHG, the company has more than 5.3 million Wi-Fi logins per month globally. Raffles has had a long history and is a well-known brand in luxury hotels, so it's surprising that the company has no hotels in North America. That is changing this year with the opening of its first US property, the Raffles Boston, which the Raffles and Orient Express CEO said will pave the way for plans to relocate Raffles headquarters to New York this summer. He added that the brand is looking forward to exploring further opportunities, citing interest in New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Hawaii, and Miami. The brand joined Accor in 2016 following their hospitality giant's takeover of FHRI Holdings. Since then, it has been steadily expanding in the Maldives, Bali, Qatar, India, and China over the past few years. Today, Raffles has 18 properties across Asia, Europe, and the Middle East and Africa, with the newcomer the Raffles London debuting in a few months. The US has been on the brand's bucket list for some time now. With that, Thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well.